And we are the Extra Sisters, so sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 168, and again, happy spooky season. I'm going to say it like a a bajillion times because I'm just (laughs) so happy. Like, I know I mentioned it before, but my seasonal depression like switches. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of people get, you know, depressed when it gets like, you know, cold and kind of gloomy, but it's complete opposite for me I just do not like the summer and it's not that I just don't like the summer because I know seasonal depression's like more clinical than that but I just just don't like like it's hot and gross and there's just nothing in it that I enjoy and it's hard for me to like really find things to hold on to during the Mm -hmm. summer yeah and so because I mean, in Texas, it was a little bit easier, I guess, because I really love water and like uh, ocean and swimming and stuff. But in the mountains, I don't have as much of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's just hot and gross. And so now it's like everything is cooling down, and it's like overcast. And be- my neighborhood's putting up Halloween decorations finally, so it's not just me. And I just everything that I love is around this time. We've got Halloween, my birthday, Christmas. I can take or leave Thanksgiving, but I know a lot of people that really love it. And so there's more get together time there, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Which I do enjoy that. So there's just so much like happy around this time, at least for me. I know that's kind of a privileged standpoint, but you know. And you just got a new thing from your new neighborhood about people wanting you to join in the neighborhood spooky thing yeah it was like a little ghost thing and they just go around at night and they don't they're not seen and they leave little gift like halloween gifts and they want you to at night go and leave like it's kind of like passing on like another little gift to a neighbor like and the the chain just keeps going yeah i honestly was really concerned about this neighborhood because it's definitely kind of uppity and I was like what if nobody gets into Halloween what if I'm the only one what if they report me to the HOA because Mm -hmm. they don't like my Halloween decorations you know but now the first you know weekend of October there's a ton of Halloween decorations there's actually a house that is so decked out in spider stuff like way more than mine and I'm really yes I was like like, you're my friend (laughs) yes and they're just they're actually an older couple and I was like um do you want to come see my spiders my real ones (laughs) (laughs) so I'm actually starting to like feel a little bit more comfortable my neighbors right next door to me and on both sides we don't vibe I have found out which is unfortunate because one super conservative Christian with Trump signs in their garage and like this is the Lord's home sign on their door Hmm. and then the yeah the other ones just aren't friendly and like we've been out in the backyard together at the same time and they just like my dogs are outside my dogs bark at people like they bark Mm -hmm. at me when I get home they're just (laughs) vocal you know yeah and they're friendly they they just are vocal and they just look at them and stare at them like they're kind of mean and granted there may be a little bit of a language barrier I don't know or they're just really unfriendly I haven't decided (laughs) yet I don't I don't know so my immediate next door neighbors on both sides 
not a vibe. But the rest of the neighborhood were good, I think. Like for the most part. So <laughs> good. At I least. think yeah. So I'm starting to like settle in a little bit and feel a little bit better about that. So that's good. At least I'm not going to be reported. <laughs> and this also sets the stage for me to go a little bit harder every other year. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, you don't know what film we're talking about. Well, you do because, you know, it's, you see the title. Yeah, exactly. But we haven't even. <laughs> yeah. We got it. Neighbors can be strangers too. God. That's true. <laughs> That's true. The one thing that I do feel good about is like living in a neighborhood like this. Um, the houses are so close together. It's very unlikely that I get strangered, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but we're talking about The Strangers from 2008. And this is a very iconic film. Like, yeah, I can't believe it's taken us this long to talk about it because we constantly reference it in other movies. Yeah, well, that and like, it feels much more classic than coming out in 2008. And it also doesn't mm-hmm. have... Not that 2008 feels like, you know, 2001 films, but it, there's definitely still like that 2008, like, you know, mid 2000s era film feeling to some movies. And this ages very well, other than the flip phones. But that's not mm-hmm. a fault of the movie that that's just the technology of the time. Yes. And it's great for me because I graduated from high school in 2008 and I remember going to theaters and seeing this movie and I just loved it so much so it's very nostalgic for me and the flip phones like she has my phone that I had in high school it's just good yeah so I was a freshman in high school I believe when this came out so I went into my freshman year of high school in 2007 so no I was a sophomore in high school so I don't know I was a freshman or sophomore I went in in 2007 so I would have been a freshman 07 08 and then a sophomore, oh eight, oh nine, right. So either way, I was either a freshman or sophomore, and I remember that I actually had a bunch of friends over one night when I first saw this movie. Like we all sat in my living room, turned all the lights off in my house. Now the house I grew up in, I definitely could have gotten strangered in. Yeah, <laughs> like a hundred percent. And this was one of those movies that my dad like fucked with all my friends. And we watched it. <laughs> and I just remember the first viewing of this was so terrifying. Dude, like, I was impressed because this movie still creeps me out. And that's what I love about it. Like, maybe not the end when it starts getting more action but the beginning when she's all alone and there's someone behind her and you see that, but she doesn't. That shit's fucking spooky. You know what's funny is I'm actually looking at the poster right now, and it is her standing in the living room and him standing behind her in a dark corner, and it is creepy. Just yes. the poster. Exactly. Or when later on when she, she's she gone out of the house and she comes back in and they have also gotten in the house and you hear the piano playing and she has to hide. Like, shit, like, that is scary. I'm I was impressed with how spooky it still was to me. I agree. And I thought that this, I, I'm going to jump ahead to the Rotten Tomatoes score really quickly. I cannot believe how low this is. Right? It's got was, a 48% on critic and audience. It's level. I don't know, man. Like, I I get your point. It's fairly basic. and But I don't know. It just has that old spooky dark house, also campgroundy feeling to it. It's just good. And I know that it was, it's been done before, you know, like for example, funny games is very similar, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that was done. But at the same time, watching this, it does 
to me still feel very like when I think of a home invasion film, the very first one I think about is The Strangers. Exactly. And maybe that's generational. You maybe. Know? Maybe it's because it had such an impact on us when we were younger. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's part of a like brutality factor because when I think about the literal epitome of the way that I would not want to die it would be tied to a chair and just slow stabbed like yes you're there for the whole fucking thing mm -hmm. and it takes a while to die from stabbing especially because they're just like drilling that knife in like slowly it's not like they you know you don't see all of it but you do see the beginnings of it they they don't just like in and out which is still not great but they're driving the knife in and like kind of twisting slowly from what you can kind of assume yeah. and tell. And I, I th- that would be like my absolute last on my list way to be murdered, you know? Mm, absolutely. Behind like, you know, some being abducted and, you know, other things that I'm not really going to say because I would need a trigger warning. But <laughs> yeah. just as far as like if we're not talking about like sexual things, just like in this realm here, this would be absolutely last on my list because the the just the pain. This is all about the the terror and pain that we can cause these victims. Exactly. And you started out with, you know, this is based on a true story and that brings another level of fear to it. And it kind of is. These the director kind of based it on something that happened to him when he was younger and what happened was people came to his house asking for somebody that didn't live there and then they left and he found out later it's because they were robbing people in the neighborhood so if you didn't answer the door they would break in and rob the place and then he turned it into this horror film so i mean we just did on friday we just talked about our based on a true story this is technically kind of based on a true story and it feels that way it feels like something that would absolutely happen it definitely makes me think of that serial killer. I don't know. I honestly don't remember. So somebody out there that's a true crime junkie is going to be like, bitch, I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know if it's an urban legend or if it's completely true and based on a true serial killer. But that story that we all know, especially as women of if you don't lock your door, it's an invitation, you know, uh-huh. Yep. it makes me think of that, you know, and well, I mean, we literally this is more of a just creepy kind of sexual thing but we had an office manager who told me one time about a story of she forgot to lock her apartment door and she woke up and some stranger was laying in bed with her like he was drunk so he had no idea but he just like laid with her in bed nothing sexual happened because he just passed out but it easily could have that is terrifying yeah no absolutely i mean even if nothing happens that's still gonna like stay with you for the rest of your life literally yeah nope so the, I mean, you are obviously, I'm assuming, know like the premise of this film there's, and this is like a, a family. There's like what you can assume. You don't actually get any backstory, background characterization of the killers, but what they kind of make it look like is a mom, a dad, and a daughter are mm-hmm. killers and they're masked up the whole time in these very creepy, the, the women have on these plastic, old school I actually had a mask very similar when I was a child in like my dress up stuff Mm. it's very weird I've got to find a picture for you because it actually looking back on it I can picture it in my head it was like a princess just plastic mask but like thinking about it 
it could definitely be used for a horror movie. <laughs> masks freak me out. Like, not just a mask in general, but like, especially on my loved ones. Like, Connor, when we go to like Spirit Halloween, how he scares me is he puts masks on because like seeing my loved one's eyes coming out of a face that is not theirs freaks me out. Because you know the eyes so well. Yes. Interesting. I hate it. And these masks are also just on the the weird spooky side like um and they've even dressed up for the part basically like one of them even has like a little girl dress on kind of to go with the creepy mask she has on it's weird mm-hmm. one of them kind of has like a pin the mom or what i assume the mom character is has kind of like a it's like a pinup kind of mask yeah and the dad just has like this sack with holes Which is in also it terrible he's the worst to me yeah the agreed. other ones at least have expressions on their face which is still creepy but that one with just like the bag over his head and the suit seeing that in the dark absolutely not yes. like i think and i would then, just pass out right and then it's even worse because eventually they take the masks off and it you don't see the faces you as the audience don't see the faces, but you know the people that are going to die do. And you know as the person that's going to die that the only reason they're doing that is because they're going to kill you. And you're not going to be able to tell anybody who they are. Right. That and it's like it it makes you know because like the whole time when somebody's masked up, you kind of have that they're monsters to them. Yes. And then when they remove their masks, they do – you know that they're just people. And you know that the whole time, but it's kind of like – you know, a masked creature is hunting you and then mm-hmm. you just look at them and they're just people and it's just the evil of humanity staring you right in the face, you know? Right. Which you can't, like, that's just a difficult thing to to come to reality with. And I mean, you don't have much time to deal with it, you know, but still. <laughs> yeah, but also you have way too much time to deal with it because the slow stabbing yeah, I mean, I think the scariest thing for me is like, because wh- wh- they do eventually get to a point where they're just like, fuck it, like we got to do something about this. The scariest thing to me would be because her boyfriend goes out. I mean, there's they do try to characterize our victims a little bit, you know, like he proposed to her. She said no. They're kind of fighting. It's very sad, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter that much. Mm-hmm. And he goes out because he needs to like get away for a little bit and clear his mind and she's out of cigarettes. So he goes and gets her some, she's home alone. And this is when shit starts. This is where I would be the absolute most terrified as her because she has a fire going in the fireplace and one of them closes the chimney flue. Right. Mm -hmm. And so smoke starts billowing in. She takes the, smoked alarm the smoke detector down because it starts going off and it's on the floor and it moves to a chair and so she knows someone is in the house with her exactly yep that's where i would just see and i have like obviously everyone would be in a panic but like specifically just thinking about this like makes me want to tear up because i just have like a panic disorder i would not even be able to function i would just be on the ground hyperventilating not able to rationalize anything. I don't think like in my head, you know, when I'm watching these movies, especially as a horror fan, you want to be like, okay, what would I do? Where would I go? Mm-hmm. But in reality, especially knowing all of my fucking issues, <laughs> I would probably be on the ground having a fucking panic attack, you know? 
Literally. So for October, Connor and I play, we always play games together. And during October, we play horror games. And we've started a new one. And it's this girl and she's all alone in the woods. And, you know, spooky sounds are happening. She doesn't have a flashlight. And, you know, some something walks in front of her. I'm like, what would I do? I would probably huddle in a corner and cry. Like, that's all I would do. I don't think I could move through this stuff. I agree. I would just freeze. That and like if you take off running, you can't see what you're running into. And literally in this movie, she fucking twists her ankle. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the only thing that I would think to do is, all right, we're going to put on jeans. We're going to put on running shoes. Yes, that's, exactly. That's all I would know to do. And even right. if I couldn't utilize them and I couldn't make myself run, at least I wouldn't be in heels or a dress. Yeah, because she they were just at a wedding and she was assuming like a bridesmaid and she was still dressed up like that. And eventually she does get to that point where she finally throws on her jeans and stuff. But even that, I would feel so vulnerable. I don't think I could get dressed fast enough. Oh, yeah, because you still have to change out of the dress yeah, and put on the jeans. naked at some point. <laughs> exactly. And like, I, I just, you know, when and it's not even just that, like. There's the smoke detector and then like they're just beating on the door, like the beating on the door thing that would just yeah. throw me, spiral me like, yes, nope. absolutely. I would also not leave my phone charging somewhere. I would sit right next to that bitch, you know, uh-huh. Yep. like I know that there's other stuff happening and they do that on purpose. There's three of them. So obviously they yes. want to get her away from their phone and you can see that they do end up throwing it into the fire so that they can't call 911. You know, Mm -hmm. but at least knowing that like, okay, we've seen X amount of horror movies. We have that going for us. This is now not a movie review. This is a survival. (laughs) We're plotting out our our survival here. So we have to stay near our phones. They have to be charged up. Okay. So what are we going to do? We're going to not split up Mm -hmm. one like they do. Like, okay, you go out for cigarettes. Fine. We don't know we're under attack. Once we know we're under attack, we're not going to fucking split up. Okay. Right. You're coming with me wherever I go. <laughs> that way, if we both get got, we don't know that the other one's not got already, right? So, also, we're going to sit right here next to the phone, wait for it to charge up. And as soon as it charges up, as soon as I see one little inkling that it's going, I'm fucking calling 911. <laughs> exactly. Literally. Yep. Like, period. But they at least find a gun they once do. he gets home. Unfortunately. Yeah. Right. You know, what they do is smart. They find a gun. They hunker down in one, like, closet. And then they just sit there. Mm -hmm. That's the move right there. Correct. But they are so terrified, as they should be, that a friend of theirs actually walks into the house because he heard that, you know, they were having a fight and he's coming to check on his friend, which is great. But these, this couple is terrified, and he walks across the doorway, and they fucking just shoot him. I mean, it's very sweet that the friend comes, but, like, also... I And I get being, like, trigger happy. Like, if I saw anyone walking by, I would assume they also wanted to kill me. Yeah, like, you know people are in your house being freaky right now, so... Right. But, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like, well, okay, you give away your position, You know, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to think about all these things. Like if you shoot, you give away your position. 
There's no way they can get in behind you because you're in a closet. So you are safe there and you have a, a loaded gun. From what we know, they don't have a gun. So you do have a leg up on them right now. True. So two options. You just shoot anyone you see. Mm-hmm. Or you just hunker down and wait until morning. Exactly. But who's to say they're going to go away in the morning either? Well, they may have already killed the whole block. I don't know, man. Like, at least wait till they walk in the room. <laughs> I would have given you half a fucking second to see that it was your friend. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, he killed his best friend. But then they leave that. I mean, I know that it was very shocking and everything. I still probably would have stayed where I was, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because... Then again, it gave away their position and they're not going to walk by and they know they have a gun, but they're not going to walk by and they know they have a gun. So right, exactly. could have just been a standoff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they may not have done anything or on the flip side, they could have burned the house down and trapped them. Like you don't know, but you could have changed your position, you know, mm-hmm. but then instead they decide to. You know, he's like, well, there's a radio on the other side of the yard. I'm going to try to get to the radio. Also, quick caveat, something I forgot real quick. I was watching this with Brad because he's seen it. So he agreed to watch this one with me, which he usually doesn't do. Even though I tried to pull out the it's my time. It's spooky season. You have to watch movies <laughs> with me. It did not work. Oh, I know. He would not watch the taking of Deborah Logan with me, which I watched the same night. He was like, absolutely not. And I was <laughs> like, fine. He doesn't believe that someone was in the house with her when he was gone. He totally tells her that she's being a fucking idiot. And I looked at Brad and I was like, if I tell you someone is in this house, you better fucking believe me. I am not fucking around. And he's like, oh, no, I know. I know. I (laughs) I was like, okay, glad we had this conversation because I'm so tired of these men Uh gaslighting these women. (laughs) Yeah, it's one thing like it's still not cool, but it's one thing when it's a fucking ghost. It's another thing when you're like, no. There's a person that was outside and is now inside. Because she she literally, it's 4 a.m. and she's already knocked on the door and they've both seen her. Uh, exactly. Like, oh, no. Uh, my first immediate thought would be like, we're being targeted. Yes. But e- even when she was like, is Tamara here? Like, I'd be like, oh, bitch, you mm-hmm. better, fu- I'm going to shoot the fuck out of you. Like, you better <laughs> fuck off. That would have been my first thought is like, you don't want to see a Tamara. You're not here for Tamara. Exactly. You're here to murder me, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Or, okay, so, or my first instinct would have been, like, do you need help? Like, are you okay? I'm going to call the cops for you. And then I would have immediately called the police in front of her. So she knew. Exactly. Yep. You know. And then she would have left. Mm-hmm. But no. Instead, he's like, Kristen, there's no one here. There's no one here. No one's in the house. You're fine. You're fine. No one's in the house. I'm like, bitch, the fuck? I... (laughs) No, there's someone in the house. They moved my shit and they took my phone. Yeah. Also, her name is my name and that's great. Right. I wasn't talking to Kristen, Kristen. I was talking to Kristen in the movie. I know. You freaked me out for a second before I was like, oh, yeah, her name is Yeah, Kristen, <laughs> Kristen with an E, not Kristen with an I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I just I had to make that clear. I have also told Brad about paranormal stuff before. I'm like, if I tell you there's a ghost and I'm being haunted, I'm being fucking haunted. Mm-hmm. So he knows if I say it once, I'm not saying it again. And if you don't believe me, (laughs) I'll move on. I'm leaving him behind to get haunted. Exactly. You can fucking deal with it. Like I'm (laughs) bearing stuff that'll save us both. Do you want to join? Right. I'm going to a priest, 
a rabbi, a paranormal investigator, <laughs> Kristen, like <laughs> we're taking care of this shit. If you're not going to, that's on you. But I am. So anyways, believe your spouse, partner, friends. If there's someone in the house, there's someone in the house. And if you don't believe them, you're the first victim. <laughs> exactly. And that's your own you fault. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, that is your own goddamn fault. Anyways, so she, I mean, she's smart too. She like grabs a knife at least at some point and tries to arm herself. Mm-hmm. She should have kept that knife with her the whole time though. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like back pocket that shit or something. I know it's a giant kitchen knife, but like, I don't know, put it somewhere, hold it. I know it's not smart to run with knives, but <laughs> I think I would have rather killed myself accidentally than gone through what they're gonna go through you know yeah and i mean you might not have killed yourself they stabbed them a a bajillion times and she still lives yeah but for how long you know yeah we don't know (laughs) i haven't seen the sequel i don't know anything about the sequel but i didn't want to because i didn't i can tell you that i i figured it wasn't about because Liv tyler first of all is you know probably not going to come back for the strangers sequel you know eight years later or whatever yeah and also i really i didn't want to see the sequel because i didn't want the first one ruined for me yeah it's not great that's what i thought and it makes me real sad yeah it's in a trailer park and there's like a pool and that's literally all i remember it it wasn't great you already blocked it out from your memory. literally that's all i got (laughs) yeah So anyways, there's a radio in the yard and he's like, I'm going to go try to radio someone. But then like he disappears. Mm -hmm. There's some woman finds him gone. Also, they do. uh, I mentioned to Brad, like they try to sabotage his car and they like bust his tires down to the rims. I'd be like, catch me driving on those rims. I don't give Uh up fuck and then i forgot though because it's been so long since i've seen it uh they try yep and they have this giant truck that they don't give a fuck if anything happens to it and they just ram into them over and over and over and over until they have to to bail i think i would still try though i think i'd rather yeah like i would not have gotten out no i think i would rather die in a car accident than yep stabbed slowly absolutely and hunted for Come hours. for me, like yeah, I'm exactly. Right here. I'd rather drive into town because obviously he found a gas station already because he went and got her cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I think I would just drive to that gas station mm-hmm. and hell, you know. put it in fucking neutral. If they keep ramming you, they'll they'll send you down the hill or something. Right? <laughs> just kill me in the car, please. Yeah, I don't, that's fine with me. Like, do I want it to be set on fire? No, that's what they do to their friend's car. But, you know, also, I don't think they ever checked the friend for his cell phone. That would have been my first go-to yeah, also. Yeah, also that. Like, she eventually does because it's ringing, but um, they're basically dead by that point, so. Right. Yeah. So, I, that would have been my first go-to. I would have been like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, but I need your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like Exactly. I have got to call 911. I like, think he'd be fine with that. Like, I'd be cool with it if you, if I was dead and you had to dig through my pockets to get my phone, please do. Yeah. I mean, 
honestly, and I say this a lot, like, am I ever going to recover from the trauma of this night anyways? Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) But I, again, I'm not very motivated to live in a lot of situations, but I really, really, really don't want to be stabbed slowly. Yes. So it's all about the method in which I'm going to die. In this case, I don't really have a good way out on my own. You know what I mean? I can't, yeah. I, I know this is really dark, but I, I can't really off myself in a great way because the shotgun's gone. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, really hard to do that with a shotgun. Not impossible, but you know, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to shoot you. That's not their thing. So even if you're like, it's fine, you can do whatever, but can you please shoot me instead of stab me? They don't do that for the quick, you know, you're mm-hmm. gone. That's they not why they're here. They want to enjoy this. Yeah, that's some, yep, 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 yep. So they get separated and now it's on her. Like we're focusing on her and she tries to get to the radio when she realizes that he probably didn't make it and she's not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And because Kristen hears a shot because he tries to shoot one of them, but then does not. She's like, Oh, it must've been him. Yeah. She finds the radio and actually tries to connect with someone, but like the mother of the group, like smashes it with an ax. And then she tries to run back towards the house and she gets to the house and she's, you know, hobbling around cause she has twisted her ankle at this point. And she, kind of sees them she's looking at all of them because she's just on the ground and at first you think she's kind of hidden but then on some shots she's just like out in the open yeah that also might not be a bad move if you can get outside without being seen just hunkering down in a bush somewhere right you know i mean anything other than being in the house because there's only so many places you can hide in a house Mm -hmm. they're gonna check all the closets they're gonna check under the beds they're gonna check everywhere there's three of them also. They have eyes everywhere. Exactly. That's the hardest part. It's not like you're hiding from one creep. Three different ones. Yeah. And they've done this before. Exactly. They're a family, basically. So they kind of know what each other is also doing or going to do. I would love to know how this got started. Like, I don't need a, like, origin story, mm-hmm. you know? I think that would also ruin it. But just, you know, the curiosity is like, interesting. Like, just one night, they were like, hey, let's do something fucked up. Like, yeah. I'm bored. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm sure there's a fucked up, like, abuse story or something. You know, mm-hmm. there always is. But so she goes back to the house and she hides. I think it's a pantry in the kitchen is what it is. And this so. is terrifying, too, because you can see through the slats in the door and mm-hmm. she's watching the man just like walk around and look for her. And he just like mm-hmm. sits at the table for a little while. So, you know, he knows. Yeah, exactly. He knows exactly where she's at. He's just fucking playing around. with her. Yeah, that's, that's and that's the whole thing. Like they are playing. This is a game to them. Oh, it's the most terrifying game. Uh huh. The. Hmm. Rather be dead. Yes, please. Yeah, no, thank you. No. (laughs) And then she is just in there. Like, he walks away and he leaves the house and she thinks that she's all good to go. No, ma'am. 
you should know better than this by now. Mm-hmm. I would not assume I was safe. I'd be feeling around in that pantry like, what can I use to stab a motherfucker with, you know? like Right. Or hit them. Like, there's some heavy things that could be in your pantry. Come yeah, on. you never know. A can, just start eating uh-huh. it, you know? Yes, like, literally. I don't know. Like, it, at this point, what do you have to lose? It may be stupid and futile, but it's something. I don't care. I'd bash a motherfucker with a can of Campbell's soup or something. Yeah. I mean, espresso. Those are big ones. Exactly. Like, even if it does nothing, at least it's something that's going to, you know, you're you're gonna try to fight. Because, like I said, like I don't have a lot of fight in me when it comes to stuff like this. But I don't want to be stabbed. You know? Yes, that's a different level, man. That'll make me fight. If somebody's coming at me with a knife, that Mm -hmm. is that's one thing. An axe. It depends on where I'm getting axed. You know, if it's in the head, it's fine. I'm gonna die anyways. But like. Uh, not like a kitchen knife those things are not always that sharp mm-hmm. and they're not gonna do the job quickly so i'm gonna go down fighting mm-hmm. i uh no so i'd be feeling around for anything i could use i'm like trying to think about my own pantry and i think i'd be kind of fucked i don't know maybe a plastic bag you know if you could get the mask off of them take Ooh, yeah. some, take a something off the bread and try to suffocate him i mean cu- you don't even need like the guy at least you don't even need to take his mask off like it's pretty close to his face already you get a ma- uh bag over that too mm-hmm. yeah exactly or something to choke them with you know got mm-hmm. some ziplocs or something yeah i don't know i'm trying to think how i would survive this i don't think i would but i'm just saying like <laughs> i would try because i'm right. getting stabbed so she doesn't though the the girl like the daughter character and she's not little like she's a teenager at yeah. least you know and she just like pops her head in and there are some jump scares in this but they're not like mostly it's like lingering in the shadows type Mm -hmm. spooks you know and they struggle for a minute but then she just like taunts her with a knife like running it across the table and that would be like my mm -mm, nope (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I think also my reasoning here because at this point my panic would be gone and my fight would have probably kicked in we've already tried flight doesn't work so here you're at fight right Mm -hmm. and so they probably don't expect you to bum rush them you know what i mean (laughs) exactly exactly like i think i would just linebacker the fuck out of her because what what's she gonna do stab me all right so i've already used my deductive reasoning she's already gonna do that exactly and that that's back to my same argument or my same I get so mad when people don't, like, use your legs. Fucking kick. Your legs are super fucking strong. So, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, bum rush them. They are not expecting that. They're not expecting you to kick. They're not expecting you to fight back. They have done this a billion times where people play their game and then they kill them. Do something different. Yeah, I get get that they're prepared and these people aren't. But, like, you know, the, the whole, like... When she's in the pantry, she's like screaming and like batting at her, like, you know, cat bite kind of style, mm-hmm. not doing anything. But I also understand you were through a door and you weren't expecting it. So, okay, right. now you're out and just staring at her and you're like, you know, rummaging through a drawer. Not a bad first move, but then you found this like dinky little paring knife or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not going to do shit. Maybe if you can like jab a, a vein or an artery, not very likely against a kitchen knife into professional, right? Mm-hmm. I may grab that and then also shoulder check. You know what I mean? Like, right. They're both about the same size. Mm -hmm. So the only thing is there are two other people. So if you bum rush, somebody might also come out from around. Yeah. Yeah. So 
But you know, you don't know. They may be busy with your fiance or whatever exactly. somewhere else. You know, so you know, what do you have to lose? You're going to get stabbed, or you're going to get stabbed. So you might as well try. That's what I would try to do. Or I might just fall over and die. I don't know. But <laughs> like, never been in that situation. Hope I'm never in that situation. But agreed. Yeah, I feel like also like I know it's I've seen a lot of horror, but you know, like go for the neck. <laughs> Even if you have something little, go for the neck. Like, exactly. Even if, if you that, had gotten her with a fucking potato peeler, it would have been perfect. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. When I'm in that artery or whatever, just kick it right uh-huh. in the neck. <laughs> you know? And twist. Always twist. Like, yeah. Just an in and out, boom. Like, uh huh. And even if you don't get a great one, that's going to incapacitate them. Yes. And then you can grab that big knife. You know yes. what I mean? And if it's their quote unquote daughter, I'm sure they're going to care about her enough maybe to rush her to the hospital or something. And that's exactly what I was about to say. Uh-huh. Like, if you can rattle them enough, it might make them even more mad. But the fact that you took one of their own out and that's never happened to them before. Like, mm-hmm. if they killed me, I would just be sitting there tied to that chair be like, <laughs> that's fine. You can do whatever <laughs> exactly. you want to me. But just remember, I fucking killed your daughter, bitch. Like, you know, uh-huh. yep. I may die, but I'm going down and I'm going to taunt you back. You know what I mean? Exactly. And maybe that's, that's the, a, the Scorpio in me, but I'm a, <laughs> a bitch, you know? I don't know. I, I agree. Like, if you're going to put me in that position, I'm going to be a fucking bitch back to you. Yeah. Like, it may take me a while to get there. Yeah. You know? Like, it does but, everyone in these movies. Yes. But I feel like they, more often than not, just kind of roll over and wait for death and wait for them to start stabbing. I'm like, no, if you're going to do it either way, I'm going to be a, you know, I'm going to be a cunt to you. Sorry. Yes. And like, I don't know that this would be me. Like, so at this point, she doesn't really have a lot of time to act because they throw her, you know, boyfriend, fiance, whatever he is into the house and he tells her to run and she tries to escape. But eventually the man like knocks her out and then sunrise happens. And this doesn't all start until like four something in the morning, like four thirty, four forty five. So there's not a lot of time here mm-hmm. before the sun comes up. But in the morning, they are tied to chairs. And Kristen tries to reason with them, which is wasteful because they don't give a fuck. Like, that would be the yeah. last thing on my mind. That's what I'm saying. Exactly that. Like, I would not be one of those going, please, please don't do this. Like, they're going to do it. Like, maybe. I don't, again, I don't know, like, you know, what I would do in this situation. Maybe that's just a survival thing. Like, you don't mm-hmm. really. Like, it just happens. Like, yeah. Like, you're just in your last moments and you're just begging for your life. Maybe that just happens. But, you know. At the same time, like, I, she asks, like, why you're doing this? And then they just say, because you were home. Like, there's literally no reason. Mm-hmm. They just wanted something to do. They wanted someone to kill. And then they just start slowly stabbing them while they tell each other they love each other. And while they're just, like, looking at each other, it's a weirdly sweet moment when they're dying. <laughs> and But, see, if this was me, like, any any kill, I would, like, I hope this would be me. I'm not saying it would. I don't know if I would have the strength to do this, but I'd be like, fucking do it do it mm-hmm. i'm not gonna cry to you i'm not gonna beg fucking do it i don't exactly. give a fuck kill me do it plus like, i'm sorry if you're being that way they're probably gonna do it faster like i would rather be a bitch to you and have you kill me faster because you are getting emasculated and pissed off than sit there and cry while you're getting off exactly like they are thriving and they have been thriving off of this fear and crying and like in my last moments i don't want to give you that satisfaction and like I said, maybe it doesn't work that way because I've never been 
yeah hunted or an inch from death and maybe i would be begging for my life and sobbing and crying but i my hope would be that i could find something in me to be like fuck you fuck you fuck you do it Mm -hmm. i'm ready to die I don't fuck. I don't give a shit about any of y'all. Y'all, this is pathetic. This is weak. You go for people that are unarmed, not ready for you, not a challenge, whatever. This exactly. is weak ass shit. Kill me. Yeah, like as they stab you, that that's all you got. That's it. And then come on. I hope there's something also in me. So my brother and I used to get into fights when we were kids, and he would like put his knees on my chest and start beating the fuck out of me. And I would laugh at him just to make it worse. <laughs> I hope I could find that in me if I was getting stabbed, like they start stabbing me and I just like, I'm in so much pain. I just start going like, <laughs> you know, like that's the kind of petty that I would want. to Yes. Be. So they exactly. got no satisfaction out of it. No crying. Like obviously I would tear up because you know, pain, but yeah. I just want to laugh maniacally. Like I want to out crazy them. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. Would that happen? Probably not. But <laughs> I can, I can hope, especially if it was me and you. I'll just yeah. be like, isn't this so fucking funny, Kristen? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the funniest thing I've ever, like, and you get stabbed and you're like, is that all you got? That was exactly. a bitch ass yeah, stab. You know what I mean? Now that wouldn't happen because, like, literally the worst thing I can imagine is being stabbed to death. But yeah, maybe if we can fake it together. Exactly. Fake it. Fake it till we make it to death. The sweet, sweet embrace of death. <laughs> and then they get found by some Mormons. So uh, Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Those poor fucking kids. Trauma. The yeah. trauma. The trauma of it all. Yep. And then, like, she, like, wakes up screaming at the end. So she is still alive. But, like, does she actually live? We don't know. But that's, like, the last little, you know, thing there. So this was less of a review and more of, like, would we survive? Probably right, not. Exactly. Here's what we would do. Like, these are my favorite things to do, though, because I love trying to think about, like, mm-hmm. those types of, like, what would I do? Where would I go? Like, honestly, there's no good answer in this situation because you're just outnumbered. Exactly. I was watching The Clone Wars, which is an animated Star Wars show, and they were like, we're outgunned. And like, yeah, you're <laughs> outgunned. You know, like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Especially because it's not an animated heroic series where they're going to figure out a roundabout way to right. win. Right, it's horror. You're going to yeah. die. You're going to die. to watch you. Yeah, and there's not like a rhyme or reason. It's not like they, you know, were having premarital sex or like, you know, mm-hmm. the yeah. showing you their tits. Home. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't like a formulary reason like in Friday the 13th. It mm-hmm. was just, it was even scarier because the killers were, you know, off formula. Yeah, and our horror movie was off formula, so we don't even know if anybody will survive. So, well, I mean, we know now, but, like, when you first see it. There's no final girl, basically. Yeah. there. I mean, there's only one girl, period, but you don't even know if she survives or if that was just, like, a knee-jerk reaction to end the movie with a jump scare, either. Right, exactly. Because that's a very... You know, a lot of movies do that just to get that final reaction from the audience, but it doesn't necessarily mean she survived, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Also, that's very sloppy of them to leave her alive. Yeah. Like, they, she crawls to the guy's phone, the guy that they killed with the shotgun. She crawls to his phone because it's going off, and all they do is take the phone from her. I'm like, really? You're not going to kill her now that you know she lived through your stabbing? Okay. 
Right. Like, you know, maybe they know they're not going to be caught because they just are drifters going from town to town killing people. But mm-hmm. four out of five for me because nostalgia and it's still kind of spooky to me. And I just like the concept. It's great. I like this movie. I agree. I would also give it a four out of five. It also feels very like spooky season to me like yes very fall well because she even mentions like it's chilly out here it's cold out here yeah. like it is a very fallish movie and like i mentioned it's got a 48 percent from the critics and a 48 percent from the audience i don't know like and it's got two hundred fifty thousand plus ratings from the audience and 165 from critics and i i mean okay i get that it's been done before i get that it used the same tactics several times over somebody said like it's not scary it's just tedious i don't you know yeah, I liked it I did too and again maybe it's because like we watched it at such like a you know a good yeah. age for it to be scary but I I genuinely think even on rewatch it was good like it yeah it did the things that it needed to do and it was scary and like if you're gonna make an hour and a half film it wasn't too long it was you know mm-hmm. like an hour 28 or something like that you know, it's got to, and there's only two characters in one setting and there's three killers. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of the same devices and Mm -hmm. use them several times over because that's the whole thing. And I thought that it did it well. Like I've seen other films do it. Like, you know, Hush, for example, is another one where, you know, it's a little bit different, like the character's deaf. So she's got something working against her and she's just being hunted the whole time, you know, and Mm -hmm. people genuinely liked that one i think it's exactly higher rated really really highly rated actually than the strangers yeah 93 percent from critics and a 73 percent from audiences and in my opinion did did it almost the same like as far as like devices and suspense and things like that go yeah i actually like hush less than this so yeah the only thing that hush did differently was she fought back Uh, she was a little bit you know she was in her own home so you know obviously different they did she had more of an advantage but you know just in a kind of a similar home invasion style but they you know this one was actually creepier to me than Mm -hmm. hush so not that they're i'm not saying they're you know apples and apples but just something (laughs) throwing that out there but I really like this film I'd also give it a four out of five and I every time I think of like I mentioned earlier like a home invasion like pillar for me it's the strangers yeah absolutely I mean you've heard us mention it when talking about so many other movies so obviously it's just like a benchmark for us Exactly. So I will continue to watch this film. I will continue to recommend this film. This is a good one. Like if you have friends over and you want to turn off all the lights and get Mm -hmm. everyone kind of riled up, this was like an experience that I had with my friends and I just really enjoy it. So I would highly recommend this one for your watch list this year. If you're not following along with our watch list, which you absolutely (laughs) should. Also, if you haven't already figured it out, we're doing polls on Instagram every single night for spooky season. Chris and I like, we didn't plan on making it a contest, but like it's kind of fun though like yeah who's gonna win this one yeah who's gonna win so each one of us are picking a different film for different categories every night in October and I don't know like maybe we should make it like the loser has to do something or the winner I know gets right something. we need to figure something out I don't yeah know. yeah kind of fun. I'm keeping score and so far <laughs> Kristen has won you know or is winning so Ooh, um, yeah I know <laughs> So head over to our Instagram to participate in some fun little things for Halloween. And if you would like to see our 31 nights of Halloween, not to rip off 
you know, free form, but theirs kind of suck all the time. <laughs> Everyone gets so excited about free forms, 31 days of Halloween. And it's just like constantly hocus pocus and uh-huh. monsters Inc. And like, uh-huh. that's fine. It's cool and everything, but it's like the same 10 movies just over and over and over exactly. and over and over and over. Ours is actually 31 different movies. Yes. That we spent a lot of time choosing. Yes. So go check it out. It's on our Instagram, it's on our Twitter, and our Facebook, which are all the Extra Sisters podcasts, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to follow us on Patreon for extra content and things of the sort, you can go to patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. And next time, evil lies within you. Until then, stay creepy. <laughs>